This is Olympic champion Scott Hamilton. Yes, the real Scott Hamilton. And you're listening to the other Scott Hamilton show where you should be entertained, informed, and maybe even amused. Just don't expect any backflips. I mean, have you seen him skate? Third hour of the Scott Hamilton Show. The streams are crossing. College football with college basketball talking season. We had ACC tip-off last week. That was a heck of a trip. Still aggravated about the media gift. They used to give us good swag. SEC media days past two days. CAA, we've got the preseason picks for that conference. Colonial Athletic Association. Towson, number one, 121 points, something like that. Wait, 12 first place votes, that's it. College of Charleston, fourth, 119 points, got a first place vote. Hmm, interesting. It's going to be a good year, though. I've, I've got a feeling, I've got a feeling, because solid last year, not really the finish they wanted. Six seed in the tournament, that's okay, but it was year one under Pat Kelsey, he had a lot of work to do when he took over. He had to reshape a roster, and he had to do it again this year, but not quite to the extremes. He's got some returning talent. He's got a core of guys coming back from last year that logged a lot of minutes, and he's added some nice pieces. But what do I know? Let's see what the coach thinks. It's Pat Kelsey, College of Charleston coach. Pat, how are you? Hey, Scotty. How you doing, man? Thanks for I'm having me. I'm on time, and you're early. Nice job. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, I don't know. Uh, it's probably just in the stars it was meant to be, but when you're coming into the last segment out of the out of the, the, the commercial, you're playing a little Bruce Springsteen. You're going Badlands. That's right up my alley, man. I'm a Bruce guy through and through, and uh, you got me fired up there with, with a little boss. You know what I mean? I, I'm a boss guy. I actually assembled that playlist, and it was serendipity that Trent was, you know, he decided to play that for you. All right, Pat, really quick, your Mount Rushmore of Springsteen songs, and I do not judge. It could be with the E Street Band. It could be solo. It could be the iconic anthems, or it could be some The some screen door slams, Mary's dress waves, wow. like the rhythm she dances across the floor as the radio plays. You know what I'm saying? Roy Orbison, baby. Little Roy Orbison singing for the lonely. That's a super strong. Do you like that one better than Born to Run? I think so. Born to Run has a little bit more play, I think, in the general population. But, like, you know, that's that's my anthem right there, man. Played that at my wedding with all my buddies. We were in a circle and uh, sang it at the top of our lungs. I'm a Bruce guy. Although I was at uh, Luke Bryan, or I'm sorry, Luke Combs concert the other night at the North Charleston Coliseum. I'd never been there before. You talk about a rocking show. And then, you know, I'm a DI resident. They got all these big-time acts coming to the uh, the tennis center there. Um, I, the other day, I called my buddies back in Ohio, and I'm sitting on my porch listening to um, uh, 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 who's, the, who's the famous singer from England. I can't believe I can't remember his name right now. <laughs> Elton John? Elton John. Yeah, Elton John. I'm, I'm hearing Elton John on my porch. What a city. Man. What? Ridiculous. I'm looking out my office right now at the Revenel Bridge. I can kind of see the see the water from here. I mean, you kidding me? They pay me, Scotty, to, to work here. It's unbelievable. Dude, 
I I have thoughts on you getting that kind of cheddar cheese where you can open your door and hear Elton John singing outside your house, but we'll keep that off the air. I, I will say this, Pat, then we'll move the, on to the basketball. Mean, the mean streets of Daniel Island. You know, I'm just trying to keep, keep my son tough. You know what I mean? Like what? Oh, hopefully he can pick himself up from uh, his meager beginnings and be something. No, Pat, I hit by by a by a you know a, a lawn sprinkler going off or something like that, or a but Lambo. I'm, but I I'm kidding, man. I, lo- I, I love where we live. Neighbors have been phenomenal. My wife's uh, happy being here, and uh, it's a great place to to work. Be in our city, man. But I appreciate you having me on. I listen to you guys all the time, Bob. You. Uh, a lot of talk about the Gamecocks all the time. Yeah, that's great. I'm 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 all in with that. Just unbelievable to be talking about the Cougars, man, and talk about our city and Charleston basketball uh, on 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 your airways. So I appreciate you having me on, man. It means a lot. Well, let's just go ahead and jump into it then. I, we've got this tournament coming up in November, and you're in it. Your team is in it, rather. South Carolina also in it, and the stars could align for a Friday night matchup between CFC and the University of South Carolina. How hard is it to not focus on that going into the tournament? I mean, I, a part of me, Pat, thinks that, yeah, you're going to give me coach speak and say, hey, we're just worried about the team in front of us. But the other part of me re- realizes that you're a smart guy and you know that is a tremendous opportunity for not only test your team, but elevate its profile statewide. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give you the coach speak a little bit, but I do believe in it. I mean, our sole focus is on getting ready for Chattanooga opening the season, right? Now, don't get me wrong. You look, you, you, you know what you got coming up, and you know what an opportunity it is in the Charleston Classic, and what an event that is, man. I mean, it's become one of, I think, the premier preseason November events in college basketball. I mean, there's a group of five or six of them, I think, we're right there. Um, I mean, there's a ton of them, but I think the top five, six, I think we're right there. It's just showcase for our city, uh, big time programs coming here every year. It's the same thing. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Obviously the, the one we have scheduled straight up first game here is Davidson and it renews kind of an old rivalry from the Southern conference days. I hear stories about games that happened here in the past, Steph Curry going against Andrew Goudlock and, um, so that'll be awesome, and you know, and, and who knows what happens after that? There's three schools from the Palmetto State in the Classic, with the Gamecocks and, and, and Furman and us, and you never know how it's all gonna all gonna play out. But you're right, man. That'd be a great opportunity. It'd be really cool. Being the host team of sorts, I mean, does that put any extra duties on you, or do they just take that completely out of your hands and you just go coach? Well, I mean, we we got an unbelievable administration here that always makes my job as easy as possible. Where um, whether it's our promotions, our marketing, our ticket people, our operations people, they all take such pride in what they do and uh, help to provide a first class game experience. And marketing staff helps me to promote our program, be out there with the student body in the community. Um, you know, I, I'm lucky to have a team around me that allows me to do what I do best and coach my team and lead my team and then help me in those other areas as well. You know, coaching in college, and I talk about it all the time, Pat, and indeed if you are a loyal listener, this will be repeated for you, that at the college level it's it's not so much about X's and O's, but you've got so many other things you have to do. Coaching the game is probably literally only half of your job. Roster management, social media, booster obligations, recruiting your own team has so much to do with it. 
what has that been like for you the last year as NIL has become more prevalent, Portal becoming more powerful, and boosters having maybe maybe not boosters having more say, but just the business of college athletics becoming more prevalent? Yeah, man. It, to, to me, Scotty, it's exciting. It's it's change brings opportunity, right? I mean, uh, there's probably some maybe people in our profession in football and basketball and any sport that what was me a little bit and man, this change, I wish it, it was like it used to be. And, um, yeah, if, if, if you're going to complain about change, you're going to get run over. You know, our thing is, is, is to try to be on the forefront of all these things and take advantage of, of the new seismic shift that's happening in college sports. And listen, all those things that you mentioned at the beginning of your question, um, it not changed. I mean, there's, there's a lot that's on, uh, the desk and the plate of a head coach outside just X's and O's and coaching your team and recruiting. It's, uh, you mentioned a lot of them and there's many, many more. And, um, you know, I, I think that's a fun part and exciting part of the job. One of the things I really enjoy doing, it's not a necessary evil for me is getting out there and promoting our program. I love being on campus with the students, high-fiving, uh, being in the community, trying to generate excitement for a team. Those are things I really enjoy involved. Um, you know, Coach Prosser, my mentor, used to say all the time, uh, being a Division One head coach is a hell of a way to make a living, but it beats working. So I'm sure as heck not going to complain. I'm pretty lucky to, to do what I do, where I do it, in this amazing city. Well, let me, let me ask you this. I'm Pat Kelsey. I go into the living room of a recruit. What are the three questions I'm usually asked first? Uh... That's a great question, man. What What are the three questions I'm usually asked first by a recruit in the family on a home visit? Yeah, and not how you doing. Would you like something to drink? Talking about basketball. You know, I, I always respect and like and expect the question of, hey, how long are you going to be there? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and, and, and to me, I always, for our staff, would always take that, first of all, as a compliment because, you know, they're, they're not asking, you know, what are the likelihood that you're going to – that you're going to get fired, it's what's likelihood you're going to be somewhere else. And I, I, I you know, I love that. And, um, and I think that's a lot of times the tip of the cap of the success that your staff had had. And I always ask them, well, what the heck took you so long asking that question? Um, cause I want, I want you to put that on the tee. I mean, you look at part time at Winthrop and I was there a long, long time and, uh, we had a lot of success there. We, uh, I had amazing coaches around me and that was, a huge, the major, the reason that we were so darn successful is is people had, I had around me that were able to recruit the caliber of players that we had, and um, and we built something really special there, and had a great run, and was there almost a decade, and it, we were so intertwined with the community, and our neighborhood, and our church, and the schools we were involved with, and had a lot of opportunities to go elsewhere, and. And, and, and stayed there because we were building something really special. And I could have seen myself staying there for the rest of my career. But I'm going to be honest with you, Scotty. Like, we've always had our eye uh, on on this opportunity here in Charleston because I feel like there's so much opportunity here. And especially in this new era, new age of all the things that you mentioned, whether it's the transfer portal, I mean, what a place to come to, what a place to recruit to. NIL opportunities, just the, the, the things that are going on in this town, I think you can build it into something really, really, really special. And, uh, you know, Coach Kress, who I meet with 
probably once every six weeks at the Marina Variety Store, and we have breakfast, and he just imparts so much knowledge on me and gives me advice, and we talk, and we've developed into very, very, very good friends. I mean, he's a guy that had amazing success here and could have gone many, many other places, and he decided to build Charleston into something really special, and the level that he got to this this program to was special and elite. And my mentality is to hopefully be here for a long, long time. And I think it would make him proud if we surpassed the level that he grew the program to. So um, I love to talk to, to, to recruits in home visits about my long-term vision and about building a, a special, special, special program here. I'm glad you mentioned that about Coach Crest because that kind of takes me to my next point. By the way, we're joined by Pat Kelsey, head coach, College of Charleston. Follow him on Twitter at Pat Kelsey. I saw how Skip was with you. I saw how Skip was with Dino. I saw how Skip was with all of his staff. And and I'm wondering this. What are you doing as a head coach to mentor and prepare your assistants to become head coaches themselves? Do you have a playbook? Do you have certain things you emphasize on a daily basis? How, how are you going about carrying the responsibility? And I'm assuming you feel that responsibility to make sure that they are ready to go on and be head coaches themselves. Yeah, you know, that's a great question, man. And what Skip did was he just gave his assistants so much responsibility like Brian Cloman is our defensive coordinator man and we do it like a football program he eats it sleeps it and drinks it and coaches our guys passionately on that calls our ball screen coverages you know helping me make the in-game adjustments Michael Cassidy uh, runs our offense he's our offensive coordinator I give him the freedom the autonomy the belief and the trust to call our set play packages throughout the course of the game obviously like any head coach in football, I can have veto power and call my own stop, make my own, you know, and Thomas Carr helps us with our substitutions, like almost makes all of our substitutions. Think about that, the trust that you have to have an assistant to allow them to do that. I've had people that sat behind our bench and they're amazed by just the activity and the coordination that our our staff has together throughout the course of the game. It's just, It's not me making every decision. It's my trust in those guys. And then the other thing that Skip did, was he made sure the world knew uh, how he felt in, 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 about his assistants. You know, sometimes I think people are protective of their assistants, and if they get too much, you know, uh, limelight or highlights or, or, or too much, you know, then all of a sudden they're going to be gone. And, and that, that wasn't Skip's way, and that's not my way. I tell anybody that'll listen um, – how much, how highly I think and how talented the guys that coach with me are. And I try to do that, and I learned that from Skip Prosser. I'm so proud of the Mark Prossers of the world that coached with me, not for me, with me as my associate head coach for so many years. And now he became uh, head coach at the Division One level. Justin Gray, who is the head coach at Western Carolina, played for us at Wake Forest and was an assistant uh, with me at Winthrop the last couple of years of my uh, of my tenure at Winthrop and now as the head coach at Western Carolina. You talk about being proud as a head coach to see those guys go on, have their own program, and be successful. And believe me, those guys taught me as much as I taught them, but just so darn proud of them. You know, it's incredible, Pat. I mean, every time we get together, it seems like we talk about Skip. And, you know, he's been gone for 16 years, but there's still so many stories. Have, you got, did, have I ever told you about the first time I met Skip? 
Have you ever heard I love that story? Good stories. I, I love them. I love them. I'm, so, you know, I'm a young guy. You and I are the same age. I'm a young guy. I, I set up an interview with Skip. He just got the job at Wake. And they say, yeah, come on up. Coach Prosser said, you know, come on by, you know, 30 minutes. I'm like, great. This is going to be awesome. We spent about 10 minutes in his office. Next thing you know, he's walking me all around the facility, introducing me to his assistant, introducing me to the assistants. I don't think you had arrived yet. Uh, he introduced me to the custodians. I'm meeting athletes. We toured every level of that facility then went back to his office and sat and spoke for about another hour on the Steelers. It was crazy, <laughs> man. That's him, man. That's him. And, and there was, he's one one I think the kids say one one there, there, there wasn't everyone like him. I don't know if there'd be any, anyone uh, like him again. He was special. Yeah, his way with people, the way he treated people, what you just said was who he was. Um, you know, somebody said when he died, he might be one of the more successful college and coaches in college basketball history did not have an enemy. You know, it was amazing. No, no, nobody dislikes Skip. That's hard to do in this business. He'd always go, Hammer, how you doing today? I'm pretty good, Coach. How you doing? Hey, well, you know, hey, happy to be here. Happy to be here. What you got? Then he'd <laughs> ask me whatever question I had. We're joined by Pat Kelsey. Pat, a couple more minutes, please. Let's turn it around, focus on the upcoming season. Um, you had some dra- uh, grad transfers come in. And you've got this group of guys who are sophomores now, were freshmen last year. Kind yeah. of work me through the dynamic of that, because just on the outside looking in, I think it's a masterful stroke. You have these guys who have experience, and regardless of the level, you have experience. Experience is experience. And yeah. you have these younger guys who, yeah, they played a lot last year, but they're called underclassmen for a reason. They're still developing physically, mentally, spiritually, however. Kind of work me through that dynamic. Yeah, that was kind of the plan, right? And, and those, that young core that you talked about played so many minutes last year, man. And they played so many minutes as freshmen, you almost consider them juniors now. And that's Rain Smith, Benny Burnham, Raekwon Horton, Babacar Fai, uh, Charles Lampton played very significant minutes for us with a Dalton Bowling back who broke his foot last year. So those guys just know your terminology, know your culture, can speak your language in the locker room, and it kind of puts you ahead and gives you a head start as you start practice and start building your stuff in comparison to last year when everybody was new. And then you sprinkle in these grad transfers, and I think it works with three grad transfers, you know, because those guys have a one-year opportunity, right? They want to get it. And it's important that it's a fit, that their personality's a fit, that their mindset's a fit, that their, you know, what their goals, their motivations are a fit. And all these guys are. Pat Robinson, Monster D2 player, All-American candidate, uh, Dalton Boland, same exact thing. Um, uh, uh, Jalen Scott, who was a finalist for National Player of the Year in the NAIA level, a 6'6 guard. Um, and then Ryan Larson, who, man, has logged so many starts at the Division One level at Wofford, which, as you know, is a very, very, very good program. Um, those guys bring a lot, of, a lot of experience. But excited about our freshmen. Um, we have a sophomore transfer, Ante Brzovic, who's, who's a 6'10 kid from Croatia. Um, so we, we really like the makeup of our team. And we're starting to mesh. Got a couple weeks left before our first game, and we're excited about getting this thing going. How cool is it we're playing the Citadel this year? I think that's really cool. Ed's a great coach, um, an unbelievable success at the Citadel. He was very, very good friends with Coach Prosser. They went on a trip to Kuwait. A month before Coach Prosser passed away. Oh wow! And Ed still tells me Skip Prosser stories every time he sees me. But yeah, those those guys are sort of two peas in a pod. History buffs, uh, Renaissance men. 
So it'll be really cool. It's kind of the Our City Classic. Somebody says all the time, well, you say Our City, Our City. What, what about, I'm not saying it's Our City and not the Citadels. It's both of Our Cities. You know, I'm, I'm proud to have that institution right down the, right down the uh, road as well, prestigious alumni all over this state. It'll be cool to, to create that rivalry again. And you got Elton John literally in your backyard. That's you pretty strong. In my backyard. <laughs> we took we took a stinking golf cart. Do you believe I got a freaking golf cart? Can I say that on the radio? Freaking? Oh my god! Not a cut. So uh, a golf cart. What am I doing? I'm from I'm from I'm from the west side of Cincinnati. What am I doing? Flipping elder man. <laughs> I'm from elder. I uh, hold on. I saw Metallica anyway. at Riverbend one time. That was pretty cool. You saw who? Metallica at Riverbend. Back in the day, you never seen. You had to have seen Jimmy Buffett. I saw Jimmy Buffett many times. Don't realize what a big deal that is for Buffett. Cincinnati's one of his deals. That's where Parrothead started. I went twice and didn't even make it into the show. Leave it at that. Yeah, the party outside, man, was as good as the party inside. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that one alone. Leave that one alone. (laughs) I've had a few experiences at at Riverbend. He's Pat Kelsey. My cousin took me when I was like nine with his dad for his birthday party to see Debbie Gibson. What, what am I doing? I went to see Debbie Gibson when I was nine or ten. <laughs> I shouldn't even say that. I just Do you I wear just leg warmers. So much street cred. We're going to go to the Tiffany reunion tour. Tiffany and De- it's Deborah Gibson now, by the way. Oh, is it? My bad. Yeah. yeah, he's he's Pat Kelsey, head coach, College of Charleston. They open up November seventh against UT Chattanooga at TD Arena. You follow him on Twitter at Pat Kelsey. Pat, real quick, you never gave me the uh, the three other songs on your Springsteen Mount Rushmore. It's uh, Thunder Road. Give me three more. I mean, you know, everybody's going to do the the Glory Days. I like, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, not Senorita. What am I thinking of? Um, Senorita, jump a little higher. C- come out tonight, or. Rosalita. What, what song is that? Why can't Rosalita. I think of it? Rosalita. 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 They played that at my wedding too. My brother-in-law got a bloody nose because somebody <laughs> they did the Rosalita got hit in the hit in the face. Check out um, Western Stars. He has a song called "Hello Sunshine." It's only a, it's like two years old, I think, three years old, but it's a different yeah. vibe. He's trying to get experimental. It's countryish. I like it. I'll, I'll check it out. My brother might be the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan in the world. He he he's got a um. He's got a story in Cincinnati. He was like down at the hotel and Bruce came out in like a white van in the back. He was the only one that saw it. And he ran up to him. It was like Bruce and this guy. And Bruce was like leaning out the door with his sunglasses on. And he goes, Hey, I think it was Rosalita. He goes, Bruce, will you play Rosalita tonight or whatever? And he goes, Yeah, yeah. He goes, I don't know, maybe. What's your name? And he goes, Walt. So, so sure enough, like he gets up there halfway through the show and he goes, Hey, this is a shout out to my man Walt that I met today. He played Rosalita for my brother. How about that? Heck yes, <laughs> dude. Pat, we got to get the boss to uh, Di man. You can stay at your house. We call Bob Moran. See if he can make that happen. You make it happen, Pat. It's Pat Pat Kelsey, head coach, College of Charleston. Follow him on Twitter at Pat Kelsey. Pat, you're the man. Let's catch up soon, brother. Good luck this season. All right, Scotty. See you, Hammer. See you, buddy. That's Pat Kelsey, head coach, college in Charleston. Uh, the boss. You know, people connect over the boss. Pat and I go back a ways, but let me tell you, people connect over Springsteen. Everybody loves the boss. If you don't love the boss, go back to your country. Go back to wherever you're from. He's the best. It's the Scott Hamilton Show on Thursday. Hey.